Welcome to Go Yard with Mama Mac, helping you to hit a home run in life when you feel like striking out. Hey everyone, it's time for Go Yard, and I am Mama Mac, and I am very glad to be here with you tonight, and along with me is the famous Dr. Angel Falzoni, famous, noteworthy, uh, I don't know what else, I mean, uh, yeah, very, very, very accomplished person, PhD, licensed mental health counselor. Always glad to be sitting here at this table with you week after week. It's always great. It's great to be here with you. Yeah, two years now. We're not even getting sick of each other yet, yeah, we're right? Not. We're yeah. still going strong. Oh, we're still going strong. That's right. Love doing this show. What is Go Yard all about, Dr. Angel? Go Yard is just all about hitting those home runs in life. You know, life can get hard. It really just can get hard. And so sometimes we can get stuck in all that hard and we just need a little something to help boost us forward and help us just do it well. Exactly. Absolutely. And so with this show, we tackle all kinds of topics. Is there any topic we uh, stay away from? No, we are not afraid (laughs) of any topic. We have taken controversial. We have taken difficult. We have... Really torn apart a lot of really great topics over the last few years. Right, two, two plus. And the goal is always to bring information and pointers and suggestions that are going to help our audience live a better life and work out some of the problems that we each have on a daily basis, right? Absolutely. We're still here doing this thing called life, you know? And Yes. And it's and great. And we're glad because, we are. The you know, alternative is, yeah. True story. Yeah, you know, and we're in the mud and the muck and the mire with all of our listeners. And right. so it's just learning how to do it well. Yeah, because life brings so many challenges. And if you would like to text in during any of our shows, you can do that. 727-888-4171, or you can do it at any time, 24-7, 365, because those texts come directly to my phone. So um, it would be fine for you to do that. Send us a text and talk about question and answer time, because that's coming up soon. Oh, it is going to be time for question and answers really soon. Around every quarter, we take your right. questions, and we will answer them live on air. A lot of right. questions are kind of technical. You can text those in. You can email those in. And Which so we look forward to taking a nice random sampling of our listeners' questions and tackling those. And we've had some doozies with those, too. Oh, we have. We have. Goyard2014 at gmail.com is our email. So you might want to write that down because a lot of the questions that come in are like a paragraph long. They can be, yes. Because (laughs) they are complicated and their their life situation is, what do I do about this? And I've been struggling with that. And then this compounds that. And... And we get kind of a a basic paragraph of their real problem. And so it's hard to text all that. Yes, absolutely. Which is why I love it when we get the email questions. And you know what? It helps us to know where our listeners are and what they're dealing with every day. Absolutely. So send them in. Go Yard 2014, because that's the year we began the show, two years ago. Go Yard 2014 at gmail.com. And uh, we will soon have a question and answer show and get as many questions, usually nine or 10 we, mm-hmm. or 11 we can get through in one show. And they're pretty difficult questions sometimes. I mean, really challenging situations. So 
don't hesitate to just tell it like it is when Absolutely. you send your questions in. We don't screen for the easy ones. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, no. We, we really try to do a nice random sampling of life's problems across each one of those shows. So that'll be coming up next or soon. Not next, but ne- soon, very soon. Thanksgiving season 2016 is where we are right now. It truly is. Can, Can you, you believe, believe we're already here? No, no cannot, cannot. Uh, well, the, the weather is cooperating a little, and we are feeling a little chilly. Like, chilly? Okay. okay. We're in the 70s for the highs, but yeah. that's cold to me. <laughs> I have on shorts, and you have on short sleeves, so yeah, it, it's not exactly cold. But I do have long pants, so see? Oh, yeah, that's, long pants that's Florida on. winter wear. All right, there you go. Florida winter wear. Yes, that's true. Anyway, of course, every week we come from the studio right here at Tan Talk on... 1340 um, at AM. There's five stations now, but we really want to emphasize the fact that we are an FM station now, 106.1 FM in Tampa Bay and 104.3 FM up in the Dade City, Zephyr Hills, Wesley Chapel, North Tampa area. So catch us on the radio or always on the Internet, www.tantalknetwork.com. The old address of Tantalk1340.com also still works. So Tantalknetwork.com if you want to switch over to the computer and do that at any time on your phone or anywhere. All right. So tonight we want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving, don't we? I mean, because we're so close. We are close. We are close. And uh, Thanksgiving is such a cool time of year. I mean, you mentioned the weather, and it is usually just a little cooler here in Florida. But it's also, uh, it's a, a kind of the first thing that happens up in leading into all the holidays, isn't it? It really is that kickstart. And I kind of look at it, it's like a thanks gathering. Because Thanksgiving is really a time that like we start that. gathering with our right. friends and our family. And maybe we're reaching out and we're talking to people we haven't for a few months. It's, right. People are now on our mind and we're wanting to connect. So right. It's kind of a gathering time. I was thinking about that today because my sister Karen always has the thanks gathering uh, every year uh, for our family. And it's time that we see kind of extra people that are in our lives, you know, people that we don't see on a daily basis, perhaps. And I was thinking about that today driving down the road. It's always good. I love the, that day because we can connect and I can watch football. But we can connect. Lots of football. Lots of football. And uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> we can kind of go back over things. Well, how is this or how was your summer vacation or things like that. Fun times to be able to talk. Reminisce. You know, right. talk about old times. See how people have grown and their kids and what they're doing. And it's time to feel joy and, and to be proud and to right. feel connected. And yet, Dr. Angel, so many people dread the holidays. And we've addressed this now yes. for the last couple of years. It's not something we haven't talked about. It is a problem that a lot of families face. They either maybe feign a headache or a stomach ache or whatever to stay home because they don't want to encounter somebody at the Thanks gathering, uh, right? So, uh, but we want to talk about some of that tonight. But we also want to talk about... Thanksgiving, uh, that attitude of gratitude that we all, we can all talk about that, the attitude of gratitude. But there's a difference between that attitude and when it becomes more a part of your life, right? Yes. And we like to call that word our mindset of gratitude. Our mindset of gratitude. Because everybody has a measure of an attitude of gratitude, maybe at least on Thanksgiving Day. 
correct? Sure. You know, and the, the, the difference between the attitude of gratitude, which I'm not saying it's not great to have those attitudes of gratitude. Those are right. great to have. But those are those temporary moments of gratitude and right. thankfulness. Um, and the mindset is kind of the overall character of gratefulness and thankfulness and gratitude. And so one is more our character and it's kind of how we, it's the glasses we put on to view life every day. And the attitude is something that comes in a temporary state and then it kind of goes in a temporary state. Okay. So let's talk about the attitude for a minute because the attitude of gratitude, as you just said, is somewhat temporary and it's probably somewhat seasonal. I mean, a lot of times we think, okay, it's Thanksgiving. We remember the pilgrims. We remember, you know, that they, and, and that is pretty cool of our tradition here of, in this country that it, you know, that kind of kickstarted everything for this nation, really. Sure. It's a great connection to our right. national history and all kinds of, you know, the family and our sense of survival and our sense of all kinds of coming together to make, you know, this common goal right. happen. And so, yes, it is one of those times. Um, but it's also the time, you know, you'll start seeing on social media, you know, 30 days of, you know, gratitude where people start for the month of November posting what they're grateful about. And that's great. Cool. But what happens in January and what happens in March? We're not focused on that We're gratitude We're not focused anymore. on gratitude. And is gratitude a attitude that most people struggle with or do you think most people and it's hard to say most people i know let's just talk about a lot of people what instead of most uh, a lot of people are is that easy to be grateful well i'll tell you what i've noticed and this is angel is dr angelism right here i've noticed okay. when life is going well people can be very grateful and uh-huh. thankful and they have there that attitude of gratitude and when things aren't going well it's a lot of times you don't see that, and they kind of lost all of that. Okay, and it's you just mentioned the glass half empty, half full, positive versus negative. Talk about that for a minute because I think that is a real problem that so many people struggle with all the time. That they are they see things through glass, you know, rose tinted glasses. It's not very pretty sometimes. Well, true, Although and so rose usually means pretty. So okay, gray glasses. Then <laughs> go ahead. Well, you know, when we think about, you know, we've all heard the glass half empty or the glass half full. Do we look at this as an opportunity or to grow and challenge? Are we looking at this like, oh, my goodness, my life is over. How am I going to move forward? Or what I challenge you is the glass can be fillable. fillable. And, you know, and I saw ah, that on social right. media and I'm like, that is an amazing concept because that's what it's about. We can add to that glass. So right now our glass may be more drained and we don't have to look at, is this drained or am I starting to creep up filling it? But we can keep adding to that and going forward and getting through those difficult times. But what I hear most people when life is good, the attitude of gratitude is there. And when life isn't feeling so well, the attitude of gratitude isn't. Okay. Instead, it's a lot of complaining. It can be a lot of grumbling and complaining. I hear that, you know, I have the opportunity. I have a coworker um, who was recently just diagnosed with breast cancer oh, wow. in her early 40s. Oh, and wow. it was a devastation. And she's like, you know what? She goes, I can choose how I'm going to take this. This, I could feel like my life is over. I have a young child. How am I going to get through this? Or I'm going to say, that's it. What can I do right. to help my family? What can I do to get the treatment and seeking the treatment and seeking information and just pushing forward through this devastating diagnosis, which it is a hard diagnosis to take. But instead of laying down and letting it happen to her, 
Exactly. She's getting up and taking some power. I like that. Because I think a lot of times people lose that attitude of gratitude because of fear. Yes. That comes running in and anxiety, fear and anxiety are huge in a lot of people's lives. And the least little thing, now I'm not saying an, a diagnosis of cancer is little. It's not. A diagnosis of cancer is huge. But any any kind of life trauma that tends to upset our apple cart, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times can topple us into kind of a downward spiral don't you think? a huge downward spiral and it was funny because i i get the pleasure of sitting with her in the morning and processing this as she's just weeks into this diagnosis and now has a surgery date i mean it's very fresh for her wow and, and one of the things we've talked about she's like you know what i'm breathing today i can have dinner with my son tonight i get to go to church on sunday i still have friends and that it's one that's all cool. the things that she still has is what she's holding on to more instead of going oh my gosh this Horrible diagnosis has come upon me, and it was much worse than she thought in the beginning. So it was much more spread than we even, you know, we had even oh considered it to be. Right. But she still are looking. What do I have? What is the good things in my life? That brings me to my brother-in-law. And I don't know if I mentioned him a couple weeks ago. Did I on the show? I don't think so. Okay, three weeks ago, yesterday, we lost my brother-in-law Myron to um, cancer. It was leukemia type, lymphoma stuff. That he battled 11 years. Oh, wow. 11 years. And I was privileged to be able to conduct his memorial service. And I remember saying something to the effect, this is one of the few people in my life that I've known that took a tragic situation and an impending doom, so to speak, if you would look at it that way, and never never portrayed that rarely rarely in 11 years did our family see him say oh i just feel horrible or i don't know if i'm gonna live or die or not that he didn't think some of that but he was an inspiration to all of us his five kids their spouses or the 10 grandkids he never quit playing roughhousing with the kids he never quit doing all that, playing with the dogs. He never quit going out on the boat. He never quit. He was kayaking a lot this summer. He bought a new kayak, and he and my sister Karen were out kayaking all the time, all the time. And he was living life to its fullest. And I've got to say a tribute to my brother-in-law, who is now with the Lord as of three weeks ago, due to just worsening worsening condition, etc., and there wasn't anything else they could do for him, you know. So, but he never lost his hope. And I think that is a word right here that comes in with gratitude. Do you want to talk about that? Absolutely. I know I've been rambling on and on, but I wanted to give you a tribute to my brother-in-law. I wasn't planning on doing that, but you just opened the door for it. I know, and I, I'm glad that you shared that. That's an ama- And it's an amazing story when we have those pieces of inspiration and hope is that what we can hold on. That is the thought that things can go well. Right. Something can go well. And we right. do have... Even when we're in the midst of some of the most challenges in our life, there are still things that we have. Our relationships with our grandkids or, you know, those little things. That's when we need to look for the things that we have instead of just focus on what we don't. And, you know, Myron would never let anybody get negative with him. You know, oh, this sounds bad. Oh, my gosh. Stop talking like that, he would say. Don't talk like that to me. You know, and he was the, the epitome of that glass 
three quarters full. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he didn't want to hear the negativity, which he would stop conversations around him that would dwell on the negativity. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. And that's the mindset of gratitude we're it talking is. about. Yes. That doesn't mean we're walking with a smile on our face every minute of no. every day going, oh, my life is great. My life is great. Because we are human and life is not always just great. But that mindset of gratitude means I am going to choose hope. I'm going to choose to focus on what I do have going well. I'm going to choose to make choices in my own power to help my situation. Right. You know, with the same coworker, we were having this conversation of, you know, a lot of times when people go through things, there's two mentalities we take on. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the person that life is happening to me and I'm, oh, oh yes. it's happening to me. This is terrible. This is bad. It's out of my control. The victim. We call right. that the victim. Yes. And then you have the other person who, okay, this is a challenging situation and what can I do to get through this? And that's exactly. survivor. How are, that's the attitude of gratitude. The mindset of gratitude is survivor. What am I going to do? I'm going to focus on what I have well because we all have things that are that are great. We live, especially if we live in this great country of America. Especially if you live in Florida. We have things <laughs> that, that are positive. That's we may exactly have big right. negatives, but we can have positive things. And we're going to focus on those. And then what can I do to it's, help it, my situation? And what you're talking about is deliberate mindset change. When you find yourself going down that rabbit hole, that spiral and you're getting depressed and you're not coming out of your house for three days or you're not coming off of your bed for that long and you're not eating or whatever the case may be. And we're acknowledging that that is a problem with a yes, lot of people, it right? Can, yes, it can yes, be, it is correct? a problem. Yes. And a lot of times it stems from a bad diagnosis or, or a, a relationship breakup or a divorce or a child that's knee deep into huge problems or whatever. Well, the holidays are coming in. Our and family's less than perfect. And so a lot of times just the fact that the holidays are coming and there's expectations of us. Financial, you know, relational, yes. like time. There's all kinds of things that contribute to this time of year. Some of them make it a great time. Some of it can make it the most stressful time of year there is. Right. And some people go into the blues or yes, melancholy or whatever you want to call it, depression, way before the holiday actually happens. And and they're just a wreck, you know? True. You know, and you know... Research shows us depression, anxiety increased tenfold over, you know, between November and December, November to January, the depression, anxiety rates go way up. Do they? And okay. what's, what's happening? It's the holidays. We have extra financial stress. We have extra time burdens put on us. We have to feel obligated to wrap ourselves with people that maybe are hurtful to us or bring up bad memories right. for us. And so for some of us, it's a very challenge. Maybe some people are just alone. Right. And, and no matter what it is, too, those are hard things. But I'm going to challenge you. You can let life happen to you. Right. Or you can start taking that mindset of gratitude and changing so, how that life okay, works. So let me, let me hear you correctly. An attitude of gratitude is more temporary, yes. correct? It's more of something that happens and you... You, you know, you whip yourself into a frenzy of, okay, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be grateful, you know, or whatever, you know, and and maybe for a period of time, sometimes hours, uh, it's there and you're feeling okay. Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, through the years, uh, we've talked about journaling that a lot of times that's a great thing for our listeners to do is to write down, make lists of things they're grateful for. Do you want to address that? And, and how does that affect, is that just an attitude 
or can that carry over into a mindset? Well, you kind of answered it. It is an attitude while we're doing it, but it can carry to a mindset when we start living in that belief that we are blessed. We do have things going well. I mean, we have the freedom to make choices in our life. We have the freedom to take our power in our life. We have air that we're breathing. We're, you know, we're, we're still living. Right. And so those are some great things to be grateful for. The sun is still coming up every day. And so it may sound, well, that's kind of stupid. You don't know what I'm going through, Dr. Angel. I, but we do have things right that we can be grateful for. And we may have really big challenges, but we can start finding our power as we start believing that we have things to be grateful for. Okay, what about the person who says, you don't know what I'm married to? And um, uh, this person is so negative, so mean, so violent, so nasty, whatever. What do you say to that person that finds it hard to be grateful because they're stuck. Maybe they feel that they're stuck. Nobody's truly stuck. No. Correct? Correct. Okay. And not unless you're in like a concentration camp or some <laughs> kind of prison, you are not stuck. You are stuck. not truly stuck. Correct? But, you know, there's even a story, and I can't think of his name, but there was a gentleman that was in the concentration camp who chose to have the mindset of gratitude, and it protected him, and it survived his mind through those terrible, terrible oh, wow. atrocities. And I don't have it with me now, but we studied him and I use him as an inspiration a lot because it was so inspirational. In fact, I use some of his writings to help really? patients when they're going through challenges because it was amazing to be in a situation he really was stuck in. It was horrible atrocities were facing. People were dying and they were starving and abusing them constantly in concentration camps. And yet he chose to find what he was grateful for in the middle of that. So no matter how bad our situation is, it's how we look at it. Yes. Right? It's how we determine it's going to affect our happiness, our joy, our peace, our Mm -hmm. contentment, uh, our hope level. And and what I hear you saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, that we have that choice. It's our choice. It is. And that's where that victim, am I letting life happen to me? Right. Survivor, am I going to start taking power and doing what I can to get through this? Do you remember the the um, sitcom? It's not a sitcom, whatever it is. Survivor. Yes. I I mean, I I watched it for the first few seasons. I haven't for a while now, but um, found it fascinating because there was strategy. Yes, there was to surviving. So right? prioritizing and strategy and making alliances and alliances. learning how to cope without certain things that way they were used to and foods and all kinds of stuff in order to get that mindset to be able to survive in a challenging environment. Exactly. So survival is the goal here instead of plunging yourself or allowing yourself to plunge into the abyss. Yes, it is. Of sadness and depression. And some people may be saying out there tonight, but that sounds pretty easy. You're making it sound easier than it is. You have no idea what my life is like. Talk to me about breaking down our life as far as, or maybe we'll do this after the break in a minute. Okay. okay? I mean, how can we kind of, you know, you're you're always talking about chunking things. Yes, I am. I'm right? a chunker. You're a chunker. And you're going to have to explain that to our audience in the second half of the show. But how that can help change an attitude into a mindset all right we'll do that we'll you t- understand we'll what i'm saying that. yes yes all right okay we'll be right back listen to this great music don't go anywhere call a friend
This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. Arg, matey. When it's time for lunch, when it's time for dinner, when the show's over, when the day's over, when it's time to chill, where do we go? Over to Naughty Nancy's Food Shack and Crow's Nest Pub. It's literally in our backyard, right in back of the WTAN studios at 700 Eldridge Street, just north of downtown Clearwater. Just look for the broadcast tower. Nancy's food and atmosphere get rave reviews. The laid-back patio is a great place to hang out, dine, and listen to live music at night and nancy's one of the friendliest proprietors in town and now nancy is serving sunday jazz brunch from 11 a.m to 2 p.m brunch served with eggs benedict crepes waffles locks and bagels shrimp oysters and a build your own omelet that's all at naughty nancy's food shack and crow's nest pub 700 eldridge street in clearwater that's right where eldridge crosses the pinellas trail between myrtle and fort harrison call 446-3717 446-3717 hey this is Captain Keith Colburn of The Wizard on Deadliest Catch. I love Naughty Nancy's. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm not ashamed to say. It always will stay this way My hat is off Won't you stand up And take a bow And if you threw a party Invited everyone you knew Well you would see The biggest gift would be for me And the card attached would say Thank you for being a friend engineers come up with excellent excellent this is uh right before thanksgiving we're in kind of thanksgiving week here of 2016 and we are tackling uh this thanksgiving issue in a little different light tonight on go yard and by the way i'm mama mac along with dr angel falzoni and i want to throw this in if you have shows you would like to go back and listen to again it is so easy um, if they are real current, you just go right here to the podcast at www.tantalknetwork.com. Go to Go Yard and you'll find several shows. If they've been a year or two ago, go to our website and that's the best way to find them. They're all there. GoYard2014.org. O-R-G. It's not a .com and I say that on purpose. 
goyard2014.org. Go to our website and catch some of our old series. Quick comment as to why they'd want to do that. Well, when we do a show, it may not be where you are in life at that minute. Life happens. And you may find yourself going through a difficult situation. And we have some amazing tools for you to use. So, you know, when we're not in the moment, we don't seem to pay as close attention until we get in the moment. And then we're like hungry for any tool we can get. Give me that series on boundary setting, you know. Absolutely. That's why we do it. And that's why we archive it. That's why we've titled it very well. So you'll be able to find that show that pertains to where you are when you're there. And a lot of our shows are series. They just start out maybe a concept and then we just grow it as we. a life of our own. (laughs) (laughs) We've had some that are Four or five uh, parts, you know, to them. Uh, there's one on drug addiction. It's really good. There's one on domestic violence. There's so Parenting, many. Just, boundaries. Oh, family we, dysfunction. I mean, we, we just have, did one we on just that. We just did that. Three, three shows, I think, on family dysfunction. Just finish that up. So go to our website one more time, goyard2014.org, and find a series, listen to it, and tell people about this show and what our goals are and why we're doing this. So what we're doing tonight, second half of the show, we're talking about the mindset of gratitude versus the attitude of gratitude, because a lot of us understand the attitude, but we are, I hear you saying, doctor, that that's more of a fleeting thing, an attitude versus a mindset. Is that how you would distinguish those two? I mean, it's like an attitude is temporary so it's kind of like a feeling you know you may feel happy and then like two hours later something might happen and you might feel sad or fearful or so they kind of come and they go and that's how attitudes do you might wake up and have a great attitude and by five o'clock your kids have driven you crazy and your attitude is now frustrated exactly that's why attitudes are temporary Temporary. sometimes it's great that they're temporary because we have bad ones sometimes exactly so having attitudes are great We want to have an attitude of gratitude, but those are temporary. We want that mindset, that character, that overall view and perspective that we take to be an attitude of thankfulness, of appreciation. That's the difference. And it's huge because we all admit we can slide in and out of an attitude of gratitude, right? Oh, absolutely. And and even when you have a mindset, an overall mindset, there's going to be times you're not feeling the attitude. Exactly. But when it's a mindset, it's your like go-to. It's how I go to solve conflicts in my life. It's how I go. It's the basis that I build. It's kind of what makes you you, right? Yes. So we were talking right before the break about the need to chunk some things in our lives to develop the mindset. Absolutely. And so what happens when, especially when life isn't going so well for us, you know, when life is going well, it's easier to be thankful and appreciate things. So we're easy to start setting that mindset up because we feel like lots of things are going well and we have lots of things to be thankful for. When it's not, what happens is we just kind of get this tunnel vision on what's going wrong. The one or two big, little, whatever things that are just going wrong in the minute. They take all our time, our focus, our energy, our thoughts. We're dreaming about them. We're talking about them because it's where we're focused. So that we lose sight on anything good that's around us. Give you an example. I'm sure you've heard this example before. Take a dime. Put it right up by your eye. Okay, put it right up by your eye, and all you're going to see is the dime, right? You Mm -hmm. move it out a little ways, 
and you're not you're going to see everything around the dime. You're going to see the blue sky and the green trees, etc., or the water or whatever. That's a great analogy. I like that because that's true on our perspective. And mm-hmm. so when we're focused on the dime really close and that's all we can focus on, we're losing so much joy in our life. Right. And we're losing perspective of things that will help us get through that dime problem or exactly. whatever that issue is for us. So taking that step back and just trying Look to at get the overall. A, a, a bigger that bird's eye perspective of our life. What are some things that are great? Do I have a roof over my head? Do I have somebody that loves me? Do I have people that I love? Do, do I, I have, have grandchildren? A job? And Maybe not the job I want, but do I have a job? Do, do I have I, dogs? Do I have pets that <laughs> have endless affection and they are so amazing Your sometimes? Your bruiser is about a three pounds worth of joy, right? Oh, she is so much joy. Is she three pounds? She's four pounds, oh, but yes, a little chihuahua. Sake, She's teeny. She fits in a purse, and I take her all over. And my Zoe Grace <laughs> and little baby Macklin, and they bring such joy, especially as they fight and play and all that kind of stuff. It's just fun. So you're saying make sure you include those other things in our lives, not just if we feel in the moment we're not getting our needs met. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and we do feel like that, but we need to kind of get that bird's-eye perspective of our life. What do I have that I can be appreciative of? Right. And to be thankful for. We may not feel very thankful that we have to, we're feeling obligated to go to a family that has conflict, but you have people who want you. There's something to be thankful for. We can look at it one or two ways. Exactly. And that's what we're talking about, that mindset of gratitude. Okay, so back to a notebook, a journal. Notebooks are great ways. Some people like to... um, make collages and we've done this in therapy. I have people who aren't writers and so I don't always want to just give the right. I did that early on in my real estate career. Yeah. Collages can be great. And so they'll just bring, we'll bring old magazines and find things that are in their life or words that represent their life and make that what's going right collage in my, my life. And then we'll make the what's not going okay in my life collage. And we take that one and then we start making a plan to how we can help it start going right. Wow. Instead of just, it's not going right. This stinks. Woe is me. That's the mindset of gratitude. The mindset of gratitude acknowledges what's going well. Right. Acknowledges what's not and then starts to make some type of plan of action to help what's not. That's huge. Move. Actually doing something to change the things that are causing such distress or pain or fear or anxiety or whatever. You know, when I do this with people, it's so funny because they'll feel so overwhelmed and they feel so bombarded by the things that aren't going right. And then when we sit and make this collage, and it could happen over weeks in therapy. Some people will do work on it during the week in their homework assignments. Some will just work on it with me. But the collage, what's going right, usually is really big. The ones that are of the things that aren't going so well is usually really small. But those are the things that are consuming all their focus. Really? And then we see this perspective. Why is that? Well, because when we have things going wrong, we tend to do the dime. We do the dime thing, don't we? We see that. We just focus on the problem. Oh, my gosh. Look what happened to me. Absolutely. And, I mean, we've worked on this and all kinds of people who've had really big stuff. So we're not saying this, you know, if you don't have big stuff, this won't work. No, this helps even big stuff. Right. And it amazes them just the visualization of the difference between what's going, what I can be grateful for, what can I appreciate in my life. And what's what's my struggle? And back to the notebook or journal thing or the chunking thing, when we actually take it apart, look at our life and say, okay, I am grateful that 
whatever this is, I, that my health is good or whatever the case may be that you're grateful for or your grandchildren or, you know, that you have a beautiful view, uh, walk, take a walk and have a great view down on the beach or that whatever. You're able to walk. That Some people can't walk. even okay, walk. You there know, you go. We lose sight of that perspective sometimes when we are going through challenges. That's all we can see is that negativity. Right. And it feels like we are so helpless and we're not. Right. We have so much power within us. But we just don't tap into that. Exactly. Exactly. Frustrating sometimes for people to realize that, you know, they can't change something overnight. You know what I mean? I think this causes a lot of people to get down and discouraged. Well, I don't see how this is going to change this quickly. I, I, this, I, I need this to change now. You know, I had somebody tell me recently, I don't suffer well. I've heard that many, many times. That's common. (laughs) Okay, so talk to me about that. But here's the thing. Once we get the perspective and start developing that mindset of gratitude, and that happens when I'm focusing on what I have to be thankful for. I'm going to add things to that as I recognize things in my life. I might hang a visualization or a list or however I need to see that so I can see it every day. Because when I'm feeling overwhelmed with my struggles and difficulties, I need to know that there are some good things to hold on to. There's your hope. Right. And then I challenge people, yeah, you may not struggle well, but you may not suffer well. But when you start putting a plan to help the things that aren't going well, you're taking your power and you're making it different. You're you can doing make something. one thing to make it different today than it was yesterday. You're moving forward. That's and exactly in a right. month, you've moved maybe 15 steps forward, maybe 20 steps forward, but it wasn't where it was. So the point is, once you start that progression of making some changes or changing your mind when you start to find yourself sinking into depression, doing something about it, right? Absolutely. Yes. Do things, start getting proactive, start using tools. Some people just get so overwhelmed with the issue. They're like, I don't know how to make this better. Sometimes we just need another perspective, another person. We can bounce something off. What's something I can do to help that I don't have a job? That's what therapy is all about. <laughs> therapy, but you know, sometimes it's good friends and confidants. It's just friends and confidants that absolutely. Will say, hey, and wait like, a minute, you let know, let's talk about this. Let's make a resume together. That would be a great step. Or maybe sure. let's go online and apply for jobs. Whatever the issue is, one, one, one step. Right, right. One step is all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. If you can make one step today, tomorrow, yeah. maybe another step. Okay, so we're talking about chunks of things we can do and. You know, we can, we can do, we can do this. We can make a list. We can talk. We can put it on our refrigerator. We can put it on the visor in our car. We can put it somewhere where we see, oh, today I'm grateful for, which leads me to this. What do you think about affirmations and would you define them? Well, affirmations are positive thoughts, things that build us up. And yes, I love them because that's what's giving us the mindset of gratitude. They're building up our strength. They're building up our character. They're building our view to see things. I can take this. I do have power. I do have struggles, but I can take some power to those struggles and put some action to them. Okay. Let's look at the, the opposite side of this, a child that's raised and we just got through with our, our whole series on dysfunctional families, but a child that's raised being told from the time they're little, you're the dumb kid. You're the stupid kid. You are not cute. You are ugly. You uh, are always a bad person. You're a bad little girl. You're this, you're that shame and all that kind of stuff. 
those are just the opposite of affirmations. Those are the negative stuff that's being piped in continually, and it builds a mindset, doesn't it? It builds a mindset of, I can't do this, and life, that's the, it builds the victim mindset. It, it takes it the power from you. Yes. Yeah, and so they're not, those kind of people have a hard time with a list of affirmations, right? Oh, absolutely. Until they because get some serious help. <laughs> to build that, to change those right. thoughts. But I'm going to tell you what, I mean, I've had patients that looked like they were in some really almost impossible situations. I remember I had a, a little girl that came to me at 16. She came out of a Baker Act from a hospital trying to commit suicide. Um, and a family that was going to disown her on her 18th birthday because their their faith kicked her out because she had um, made a behavioral choice a couple times that was against their faith. So she still had to attend services and no one was allowed to speak to her. She wasn't allowed to have friends. She's 16 and highly oh depressed. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And this is what I get. And I'm like, well, how am I going to help her get right. through this? This right. is really a dire situation. Where's exactly. the hope? Yes. I'm not going to have a family. No one can speak to me. I can't have friends. But you know what? We did the board, just like really? I talked about. And really? we did what, what, was, what was her strengths? What was going well? What was her struggles? And you know what? Today, she's a graduate. You know, she's in college. She got through it. And she is an wow, amazing, amazing great. young lady. And I am just so proud. But it was taking perspective and making a new mindset. I couldn't change her family. I couldn't change her faith situation. There you but go. But what we could change, we did. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. So, and sometimes, as we've said several times, sometimes you need somebody else in your life to help you with that, whether it be a therapist, a friend, a relative, whatever. Uh, because it's just a matter of getting your attention off of all of that negative, right? Absolutely. Especially if you have a, a negative mindset, you know, that everything's awful. Nothing's ever going to be good for me. The victim mentality. Uh, I, every time I get in a relationship, it never works. I heard, overheard a conversation in a restaurant a couple of days ago, and this person said, every Wait, are you an eavesdropper? Not necessarily. Didn't <laughs> intend to be, no. I'm just teasing. <laughs> no, actually, but this, I heard this little tidbit of conversation and it was you know i can never find the right person because i always end up with the same type of person and basically this woman was discussing abuse and so she was complaining and i can never find anybody you know because they all are like this out there you know type thing so i mean her friend was trying to encourage her but just the same that negative thing of I always or it seems like it never changes for me. That kind of concept is so against a, a, a mindset of gratitude. It is and that's my, I gave my power away. Right. And I'm just letting life happen to me. And that's the difference of living the go-yard life and not living the go-yard life. That's exactly it right. It really is what boils down to a root issue of am I going to live this go-yard life? does not mean that I don't have problems. It doesn't mean life is going to be, oh, happy smiles every day. No, it is not. Right. If you have a happy smile life every day, you're probably using Something things weird. to make you have those smiles. <laughs> because that's not natural. Right. But the go-yard life is I have that mindset of gratitude. I'm using the things that are going well. And I'm making a plan for the things that aren't going well. Exactly. It's about mental preparation. It's about what you do inside your mind. Take a baseball player. And, and sometimes this happens to guys, they get into terrible slumps and they can go weeks without a hit or two weeks, three weeks, whatever. And you know that that is a mental game that's going on. And, and you can so easily slide into, I'll never hit again. I'll never 
You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's and easy. you know they have to be working overtime on their heads. <laughs> True story. You know, um, because the way we see things, the way we think about things is where we're going to win or lose that battle. Right. That's right. It's done in the mind of how we perceive it. So an attitude of gratitude can morph into a mindset of gratitude if we actually work on it. And not just in November. Right. And so back to affirmations. These are things that are positive statements about ourselves, correct? Absolutely. Positive statements about ourselves, our ability, or things that we have in life that are bringing us their joy. Right. Right. You know, those are the positives. Those are the things we need to highlight in our life so much. And I I think it's an American mentality that we go for the dime view. We do. And we are forgetting all of the wonderful that we have. Spiritually speaking, as a pastor, I can tell you that as we realize the importance of Thanksgiving in our lives, it's more than a meal once a week, as we're saying here today on the show. It is a mindset of giving thanks on a continual basis. And when we do that, it brings peace. It does. I asked last night, I was teaching Bible study, and I said, what comes after Thanksgiving? And one lady spoke up and she goes, Christmas. And I said, yeah, it does. But here's, I'm going to propose to you and that what comes after Thanksgiving is peace. Absolutely. So you want to amplify on that? Absolutely. Because Instead of me we, teach the concept no. I just taught last night. <laughs> when we are focused on the things that are going, when we're focused on the things we're thankful for, when we're focused on that, we know that we can handle what we have to deal with in life. We right. feel empowered and strengthened, and that gives us a peace. Exactly. Once you start making a plan of, all right, I can take this problem. I'm going to take one step of this problem today, or I'm going to make chunky, chunk, back to chunky. a bunch of steps that I can do over the next few months exactly. to make this problem different. And, you know, when I talk to people, you know, they use that whole, I can't suffer. I don't like suffering. I'm suffering. I'm like, well, if you don't do anything, you're just going to suffer. Right. <laughs> so you're suffering. So maybe we should suffer and take a couple steps. Because right. at least you're walking through. You'll get through the suffering, and eventually that suffering will start decreasing as you take steps. But if you just stop, you're right. not going to stop suffering. Yeah, you're going to step. But what happens is they just rut. stop. Right. Stuck in the You know, the it's rut. like women when you're going through labor. They tell you, don't tense it up because oh, it yeah. makes it work that's with right. the pain. Ooh, that is so that. true. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> you know, we, that's what we do. We, like, tense up when we're suffering. We're making the suffering worse because now we're not just suffering in the situation. We're suffering in our mind, our thoughts. We're disconnecting or in our perspective. We're right. feeling defeated. We're feeling we have no power. And then the suffering grows. Exactly. So once we start finding the things to be thankful for and appreciative of, and we're using those things, then we're starting to empower our situations. We're taking our strength, our power. We're working forward. And suffering will stop. And we'll start with the peace. Exactly. So as we give thanks, it brings peace. Absolutely. So here, audience, here's what we need to do. We need to start looking at our life, the things that we are depressed about, the things that are getting us down. Which, I mean, I'm not the therapist here, so I, I defer to you, Dr. Angel. But um, explain to our audience how you begin this process, because some people... It's the dime is right in front of their eye, and they can't see anything but the dime, meaning the problems, all of the awful stuff. I And I agree. And the first thing we do is start looking for the things that are going well. Move the dime out. Move it out. <laughs> Take that dime and move it out and start looking at what do I have? 
Dig deep if you have to. Talk to a friend. Talk to a family member. You'll start and start paying attention as you're living life, and you realize right. my car started today. Right. I have a vehicle that's working. That's something going there well go. in my life. Do you remember that show? Um, something about millionaire. Um, I don't know. Anyway, you can have a lifeline. Call a friend. Oh yeah, I guess. Right. That just yes. came back in my mind as. Because those were their their options, you know. You could do certain things. You could pull the audience. Yeah, yeah. Pull the audience. Right? Isn't that the way it went? Pull the audience. Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? That's what the show was. Probably five, seven years ago. With Regis? Yes. Yes. Uh, Remember? It was more than that. Okay. However long that was. Time. Time. When they didn't know the answer, right? They could. They had options. They had a lifeline of whatever. They could call a friend. They, they could phone a friend. Right. They had 50-50. Or they could ask the audience. Or they could ask the audience. That's what it was. Those were their three lifelines. And we have those three lifelines all the That's time. That's weird, isn't We it? can phone okay. a friend. Right. We can ask people around us. That's well, right. We can't get 50-50, but we can talk to people around us to help us with that exactly. perspective. But I guess you could argue you can do 50-50 in terms of maybe you make a pros and cons. Absolutely. That's, That's a great right. idea. That could be your 50-50. That's exactly right. And, and, and go with know, that. Depending on what you know what, what the it situation is. is. It's right. always good to have Chris as I our know. engineer. I miss him when he can't be here. Good. Thank you for remind nostalgic moment there. Five to seven years ago, you thought it how, was that recent? How many? How many? Ten? I, I, at least, I think. Really? I, I mean, yeah, probably. Who wants to be a millionaire? I'm going to say it was early 2000s, right? Okay, he's going to tell us here in just a it second. It probably was a it long time. You know, the older was. you get, the quicker time goes, Mom. But <laughs> basically, when you don't know what to do, you reach out and do something. You reach out. Right? Right. And you develop, you begin to develop your mindset of gratitude, not just your attitude. You know, and as we develop that mindset, we can start giving it away. There you go. What is it, Chris? 1999, it was No. Like. Oh, you were no. good. Man, you said around 2000. Yeah. Early 2000s. Okay. I was just, but, I remember because 99, that was the year I graduated. Never mind. Oh, oh. oh, we didn't need to hear that. Yeah, okay. Okay, but thanks, Chris. So sum it up, doctor. We've got, got to get out of here. we got to get out of here. In summation, we want to start developing that mindset of gratitude. So take time out this week. And we have a lot of things going on, but look around you. Pay attention. What's going well? What do you have to Write be thankful it down. for? Write it down. Make a picture list. Talk to friends. I, I encourage you at your thanks gathering. Let's make that a conversation. What can we? What do we have going well in our lives? And start making that. I love it. Where we develop our mindset of gratitude. Oh, you know what? This show always makes me feel great just to do it, just me to talk too. about it. You know. So, audience, we're glad that you're listening tonight. And if you're listening two years from now, then that's great too. Anyway, um, Thanksgiving. That's what it's all about. It brings peace in our lives. This has been Dr. Angel Uh and Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard, and we will see you next week. Write us at goyard2014 at gmail.com or text us 727-888-4171. Listen to the show again at 12 noon Eastern, Saturday and Sunday this weekend, starcomradionetwork.com. God bless you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Good night. Good night.